6: Oh, yeah. It is the I Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. And we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We'll do it live. On a huge night Woo-hoo! NCAA tournament championship game. And we are all hyped about North Carolina and Kansas. Now, North Carolina only the second eight seed to ever make it, but still a blue blood, and obviously Kansas the same. So, huge game. We'll get into that uh, obviously during the show. But you keep it locked here for the next three hours on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM channel eighty-three. However, you're listening. You won't be disappointed. Let me welcome in my partner,
4: Rob Parker. How are you, man? Onions. (laughs) I just wanted to throw that out for Bill Raftery, you know, for college basketball. You know what I was talking about? It. I always think of him as... With the kiss. Right. <laughs> no, right. That and onions. <laughs> and I go way back with Bill Raftery. I mean, uh. Well, didn't he do Nets games? He did Nets games for a when long I've time. Had him. Yep. He had a uh, halftime show on uh, called Raff at the Half. So, okay. uh, yeah, great guy. I just think I like of him. You. There's a lot of guys you think about when you think of college basketball. But, uh, Chris, I am surviving. I am, uh, uh, mending myself after my adventurous uh, Saturday morning when my car and everything was broken into and all that crazy. Now, Rob, I gotta ask you because a lot of people are wondering:
6: Was it because you flossing? You I know, are Austin. you like that brother that rolled through the hood, the rapper, the ball player with your ice around your neck? I mean, you are you driving around? Flaunting your success in brothers' faces—I mean, the Louis Vuitton seats, no, no, not at all—the nice luxury ride. Every time we see you on Instagram, it's a new pair of Jordans or Balenciaga or Gucci slipper. I mean, but people looking at that, like, oh, okay,
4: okay. I'm just saying. I'm just—that's what inquiring minds want to know. No, there were just some thieves that felt like breaking into our garage. They busted into a couple of cars, Chris. It wasn't just mine. Of all the things that they stole, I'm very disappointed. My bowling ball, my custom bowling ball, and my shoes. And, you know, the shoes are big because I've had them. bowling shoes. Yeah, my bowling shoes. I didn't know you were a big bowler. I I used to be in the Daily News Bowling League. We used to have a bowling league, Chris, at the top of Madison Square Garden. They had 100 lanes up there. Did you know that? Yeah, I
6: knew that. Yeah. So what's
4: your average? I don't bowl that often. Uh, i say say 140. I mean, I don't bowl that often. Oh, wow. Yeah.
6: I mean, you got your own ball and shoes. I, yeah, I but I, apply, I mean, you know. if
4: I bowl like uh, 20 times a year, 15 times, you know what I mean? I don't bowl that often. Okay. But okay. I enjoy it. But they took it. So I got to replace all that. But I'm good. And, uh, you know, things go on. There well, you
6: but the bottom line is you're safe. Right? That's all that matters. That,
4: that's the key.
6: All right. All right, we got the iCouple Couple crew in the house, of course. DJ Alex Tyshirt making a rare appearance on a Monday. A Magic City Monday on the ones and the twos. Super producer oh. Rob G also making a rare appearance on a Monday. Wow. He's in wow. The house. You guys and remember this the... with
4: Chris Ripping, you guys, okay? No, you know I'm this.
6: not ripping. I'm just Always stating does. facts over feelings. Um, and on the update. Hey, Steve. Our man, Steve DeSegar. All right, Rob, let's get to it. Before we get to the championship game, which starts at 6.15 Pacific, 9.15 Eastern. So it's a late start, as always. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar making a lot of news lately. First, of course, he weighed in on Will Smith and Chris Rock. And, you know, that was, I actually had some some, uh, disagreements with Kareem's essay on that and others loved it. Others disagreed with it. Whatever I liked it. Was. it. Yeah. yeah, liked yeah it. So it was, but it was, you know, provoked a lot of discussion. And then yesterday, uh, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar social justice award was awarded to Carmelo Anthony, which is great. Uh, Kareem, obviously a champion of social justice. But has been his whole
4: life. You know, like this is not new. This is, Kareem has always been conscious of the community and injustices and whatnot. I I applaud him for that, Chris, from the very beginning. He has written
6: a ton of books about uh, black history. I I think like uh, at least a dozen books about black history and other things. And he's written some thought provoking columns about various issues. And uh, he was asked, you know, it's unfortunate because the celebration was supposed to be about Carmelo. But when Kareem was given an interview about the award, he's of course asked about LeBron James pursuing his scoring record. And LeBron Which will break just it a natural at some question. point next right, season. Right. Yeah, yeah. He'll break it. Assuming he stays healthy, he'll break it at some point, maybe midway, two thirds through next season. But Kareem um, went beyond the court and said some things about LeBron. Here it is. I admire
0: the things that he's done uh, that have uh, you know, gotten all of our attention. You know, sending a whole school to college, wow, wow. that's uh, that's amazing. His thoughtfulness and willingness to uh, back it up with his wallet again got to give him credit for that you know So I, you know, i'm not throwing stones you know. i just uh, wish he wouldn't uh some you know some of the things he's done he, he should be embarrassed about
6: yeah and obviously people took that last part uh and ran with he was referring to remember a few months ago when lebron i think he hit a three-pointer was having he a big acted game. as if he had
4: big uh big uh, Kahunas. onions.
6: Yes, yes. Kind of this old Sam Cassell uh, celebration, for those that might remember that. Clockworks, is that it? Your nether regions, you know, all that stuff. Uh, And then he was also, LeBron put out an Instagram post, again, a couple months ago, uh, Spider-Man looking at, what was it, COVID, cold, and flu. I was kind of wondering, was COVID any worse than a common cold or the flu? And uh, Kareem was talking about those two things. And then, Rob, after Kareem got a ton of pushback, and today, this morning, he released a statement um, clarifying himself and and apologizing to LeBron, I would say. Uh, Rob G., just read a portion of it.
7: Yeah, here's part of the statement put out by Kareem on social media. It said, quote, On occasion, I have chided LeBron when I thought he was dropping the ball when it came to supporting the community. But I did so in the spirit of a loving older brother offering guidance, whether wanted or not. So when I said that he has done some things he should be embarrassed about, that wasn't a slam or a barb or even a finger wag. It was me recapping some of what I'd seen in the past.
4: All
6: right, Rob, you want to uh, hit this first?
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, in light of the sound that I heard, and he was very complimentary about the school and the college kids. So this wasn't a... A hack job, you know, like and people gonna take out the most juicy thing, Chris. That's what we do, right? Right. That's what reporters do. I'm not blaming anybody. You could you could sit there for an hour press conference and if the last five seconds is something juicy That's that's what we're going to use. You and I have both been interviewed. Obviously,
6: obviously we've interviewed tons of people, but we've been interviewed for documentaries. You might sit for an hour, hour and a half to be interviewed for a documentary, and they might use five seconds, 10 seconds, whatever, 20 seconds. They might not use any of it, but that's Mm -hmm. what reporters do. And and I'm with you. Look, I don't think Kareem, I, I actually agree with his final statement today where he said he's kind of Trying to give LeBron kind of constructive criticism in the in the vein of a big brother.
4: Um I was gonna say a grandfather, but that's another story. Right. <laughs> <Why? laughs> yeah, that would be more like it. Right? Uh, a grand you're right. Uh, the age difference. I mean, he's 37 and LeBron he's th- LeBron's 37. Well, how old is Kareem? Seventy? He's gotta be in his seventies. He ain't no older yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah.
6: But you know, I I agree now I do think one thing he said was out of bounds. I'm not going to kill him for it, but when he said some of the great things that he's done, he's standing on both sides of the fence almost, you know? It makes it hard. This is a direct quote. It makes it hard for me to accept that when he's committed himself to a different take on everything, it's hard to figure out where he's standing. I I think that was a little harsh. And I guess he was meaning more the covid but I, I think we know where LeBron stands on social issues. Uh, I do, I feel that way, uh, Rob. And, and you and I have taken, you know, exception mainly on one major issue with LeBron, which is his – we didn't think he handled the situation in China the right way. Right. Uh, with, he criticized Daryl Morey, who said nothing wrong or tweeted nothing, nothing other wrong. Than
4: the, the, nothing other than I stand with democracy, which is what right. we have. Right, I mean, seriously, exactly. that's what he—that's what he said. He didn't say anything else. What exactly? What, what and part so he shouldn't have right. been? If
6: LeBron and I get LeBron's over there with his family, obviously they're being kept—you know—a lot of security around them. But if that's what he meant, he could have said it in a better way. But to kind be critical of Daryl Morey, it was just—it was just wrong. But it's interesting, Rob, that Kareem never said anything about that. Yeah, you know, I and mean, I, the criticize—that's that's that's a little strange. I,
4: I just think Kareem, uh, of late, like it's one thing, Chris. If you want to do something, I think what people push back against is misinformation put out by celebrities who 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 have uh, influence over over your average Joe's. You can say personally, this is what I want to do. And, and and maybe because I don't believe in it, but when you when you put out and say COVID is like the common cold or whatever, you're giving people misinformation. We haven't had all the people who died, and we have friends who died, Chris, and family right. members. You can't just act like it, it's like a flu or the same thing. It's just not. It's, and it's I not. think
6: that, that that probably is what Kareem, because LeBron's vaccinated, and so is his family, and we don't know, you know, he wasn't, it wasn't an Andrew Wiggins, Bradley Beal situation where he did it grudgingly, at least publicly, right? Right, right. He just got vaccinated. His family did, and but
4: then you so throw that out Kareem, there, right. I think,
6: yeah, I think that's what he meant. Where he's on both sides of the fence. But I, I'm personally, and I get it. obviously, LeBron is in a he can influence more people than than the <laughs> almost anybody, right? I I I know people that are unvaccinated. I mean, close people, and I don't look at them in, in a negative way. Um, and maybe I'm not, I, no, I don't know. I, I don't it's a baffling it's... situation to me. I mean, I'm vaccinated and I, I've done boosters and all that, but I'm not certain. Enough. I don't know. It's been a strange situation. Unfortunately, it's been so politicized and I'm not saying it wasn't bad. Cause like you said, we both had people close right. to us die. My my father-in-law died from it. And so, but unfortunately it has been so politicized that people are just skeptical of everything nowadays. You know what I mean? It's it's unfortunate, but I, I assume, Rob, that's what he was talking about with yeah, LeBron and, being and on if, both sides
4: and if, of the And my only, my only thing will say, Chris, because in the context, I don't have a big problem with it because he's at this press conference. Of course, people are going to ask him about LeBron. If he really had some, what I would say, and I'm not saying this was so harsh, but if he did, you could pull LeBron aside and say, you know, like, like you could say him to it personally. Do you know right. what I mean? I like agree. if it's really tougher. Not, not. I, I, now I'm not saying that what he said was so. Oh my God, I can't believe you ripped LeBron like that. Because right. I don't feel like it was that. I, I really right. don't. No, I agree.
6: And and you know, and Kareem said he's only had he hasn't really had much interaction with LeBron. They had a. You know, I don't know if he said once he's met him, but, you know, it was cordial and everything was fine, but he doesn't have any type of relationship with right. him. So, so
4: he maybe and that's one thing, Rob, I,
6: I do think, you know, it, particularly when you're talking about guys who are conscientious and do, you know, fight a lot of issues or at least verbalize their um, disagreements on a lot of things, I do think, I wish there was more of a connection between the older guard and the younger guard. You know what I mean? Like LeBron and Kareem are both so conscientious. It would seem, Rob, like a natural. Now they're both Lakers. It would seem like a natural that there would be some talk. You're right. I mean, I get it. Some guys aren't even close with their teammates, you know?
4: Exactly. They, They play ball, Chris. Right. Get dressed, take a shower, and have nothing to do with people who they're with around every day. Right. And that was one of the things when I got to the league
6: or start covering the league, Rob, that was one of the surprising things to me. Uh, because you know, in high school and college, your best friends are your teammates. Nah, not in the and not in the pros. And they get it, are older, they're grown, they're different ages, some are married, some aren't, you know. Um, uh, but it was it was uh, but yeah, we just kind of had to want to bring this discussion up and you know, talk about Kareem and LeBron, and now we want your thoughts. Eight seven seven 99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Was Kareem out of bounds with what he said about LeBron? We'll continue the conversation with you next. I couple, Fox Sports Radio.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
8: Terms and conditions apply.
6: All right, it's the odd couple, Chris and Rob, I'm brought to you by AutoZone. They got the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With more than 5,600 locations nationally, AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done, folks, just got easier. 877 99 on Fox. It is your turn to weigh in on the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, LeBron
4: James situation. What say you? All right, let's kick it off with uh, football. Stan in St. Louis, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, football? Stan.
9: Thank you, gentlemen, and appreciate you letting me uh, respond to this. Hey guys, I I think it's pretty simple on Kareem's part, and I think it's you know there's only one NBA scoring champion, and right now he's it, and I think he's come to the realization that in about a year he will no longer be it. And and so really, you know, I think he's 74, 75 years old. You, you know, I mean, that's kind of what he hangs his hat on now. And, you know, hopefully he lives another 20, 25 years. That'd be great. But, you know, being the guy – you're the guy who who all, his name comes up on, on the television screen as the NBA's all-time. You nobody knows who nobody cares who's in second place. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's that the realization of that starting to hit him. Guys, before you respond, to that let me go. Can I ask you one real question? You know, a lot of people say this LeBron thing is a longevity record, and you know you look at guys like Frank Gore in the NFL who never was great but was really good for a long, long time. LeBron's not in that category. Obviously, he was really yeah. great and still is, but. With the with the advent of these uh, trainers and all the uh, health and all that, how long the Kareem's record's about forty something years old, maybe right at forty years old. With these guys as as good as health as they're in, how long do you think LeBron's record will stand? And I, that depends on how long he plays. I get it, but what do you right. think about no, that? No, that's a
6: great it's a great question. Yeah, he was right, Rob. You can't compare this to Frank Gore uh, because LeBron. You know he's been great. I mean, he's like the fourth, fifth. I think top five scoring points per game of any player ever. So he's he's done it um, legitimately, but he makes a good point. Guys are coming in the league young, and guys are playing longer. Everybody's not going to do it, but what if if Luka Doncic can have a career as long as LeBron's, he could break it. You know, um, Nikola Jokic. You know, there are guys. It really just depends. Rob on how long some of these guys can play because with the training and nutrition and everything, they are playing longer. But on the other hand, Rob, guys are sitting out more games too. Yeah. Little management uh, can hurt too.
4: Yeah. It's, it's, it's double edged. but yeah, you know, given, you know, how young these guys are and maybe not, you know, our college isn't as big anymore, Chris, you could get a guy who comes out like LeBron or whatever. Once they change the rule to 18 and play a long time and, and stay And healthy. with the three-point shot. Yeah. Point and, and, at, and there's the point per game LeBron. could go up a little bit. Yep, exactly. And it already has. Yeah. And then when the NBA has the four-pointer, uh, four it'll change everything. <laughs> uh, Kevin, in Culver City, you're on the I Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Kev?
7: What's going on, guys? Uh, What's up? Know, I, I just really disagree with that last caller. I think this is bigger than basketball. And it's kind of ironic that Kareem came out with those comments after the um, – the episode issued a winning time when he had that conversation about with Magic about how you're perceived, how they perceive yes. you, and I think this is more about Kareem saying, "LeBron, you can't be Kareem and you can't be Magic," and I see I see LeBron saying today with social media with my platform, I can be both, and I think this kind of he. Kareem doesn't see where LeBron is coming from. Magic Johnson was basically telling Kareem, "Hey, I know it's, you know, it's like going against the white man. They're not they're not they're not here for us." But Magic said, "Hey, I'm going to use these guys as allies to impact my black communities with Magic Johnson Theater, Starbucks, uh, the start of black-owned businesses with athletes getting involved in black-owned businesses in in, in communities that people didn't want to go to, that white developers didn't want to go to. So I think LeBron has took that mantle from Magic, and I think Kareem kind of came up in a different era where it was like, hey, the white man's bad, You know, a lot of racism going on coming up, and I think Kareem didn't see it that way. So Kareem always has that, you know, you got to be true to who you are, and I think LeBron is like, I can still do what you're saying to do, but I can impact everybody with my platform. Yeah. So I just think it's that, more of an that, understanding that's a of deep, where LeBron is trying deep, to tell It's Kareem a where. deep comment, and
6: I'll say this. I, I do think you mentioned LeBron's kind of been both. He has been outspoken on social issues, a la Kareem, and yet he is a lot more personable, business oriented, like Magic. And so I, I do think he's kind of Rob taking some of both, as the caller kind of alluded to.
4: Yeah, and I and, and I don't know. I just I think Kareem's like I I I I, I, I dismiss that. This is Kareem trying to sully LeBron because he's getting close to his record. I just think this is who Kareem is. If you've read any of his pieces or whatever, he's very thoughtful about things, Chris. You know, like this is he, he responds to when people ask him stuff. I don't think that he just went out of his way to, to say what he did. And as we heard the soundbite, he started out by praising him for the kids right. going to college. So this right. was not some malicious like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to wreck LeBron's world so that people won't think about him. Your record is going to be broken. You know what I mean? Like right. like records are made to be broken. So I I just don't see him being that.
6: All right. All right, it's the Odd couple. We got our man Aaron Torres, our college basketball voice of college basketball here at Fox Sports Radio. He'll join us in a moment, but first.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
6: Our next guest is the Fox Sports Radio weekend host, host of the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast, friend of the show. What's up, man? How are you? What's happening? What's up, fellas? How we doing? We are good. We are good. Look, before we get to the game tonight, Kansas, North Carolina, Uh um, how painful you've covered the college basketball for a long time. Obviously, it's just painful for Coach K to, you know, not get to the final, but to lose to North Carolina, the last game of his career, that's got to add even more pain to it. Am I am I wrong?
10: Well, you know, I mean, if you asked Coach K, I'm sure he'd say no. But right. you know, what what I said and I was on air when the game went final on Saturday night, like I think it's the ultimate rivalry trump card. You know, it's like it, you know, I don't want to say that if Carolina loses the next one hundred games that it does like it, you know, whatever. But I mean, come on now, Hall of Fame coach, legendary coach, winningest coach in the history of the sport, first time that you're playing in an NCAA tournament. And the Carolina Tar Heels as an eight seed knock you out. Oh, by the way, they won at Cameron Indoor at Coach K's final game at Cameron Indoor as well. So, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, Duke next no, year if they big. win. Yeah, if they win two next year, Duke will claim. Oh, you know, whatever. But you can't. I mean, you can't hide it. I mean, you know, everything was building up. By the way, you guys follow this stuff. Everything was shaping up to for him to coach. Coach K to cut down the nets. So you know, one, I'm just genuinely shocked. But and you could, you know, you have to ask to Sager next time you talk to him. But the Sager was on air with me, and we had this conversation Saturday night. I think it's the ultimate trump card in a rivalry uh, that has many obviously historical, you know, kind of chapters to it.
4: That's but a great know, point. I, I like that I, line. I'm going to say this here. I think all We always think that we're going to have, like, this storybook ending. Yep. And more times than not, it doesn't happen. And I'll give you a couple examples. Hurricane Katrina, do you remember that, Chris? It looked like the Saints were going to the yep. Super Bowl. They played the Bears. You remember that in the NFC Championship game? Yep. Bears won that, and they went to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman uh the Yankees and Arizona Diamondbacks after 911 right everybody in the country's rooting for the Yankees it didn't happen Arizona won the, the world series so we've seen these moments and well, i know it looked like coach k was going to ride out on a white pony but uh it just it doesn't always <laughs> Rob, happen that way robin
10: I, let me jump in with an analogy i want to ask you mr baseball you know what this carolina game reminds me of right now is you know there was some talk after the Red Sox beat the Yankees in the ALCS in 2004. Yes. Oh, you know the monkeys forever off your back. It was like no 1918 was about winning a World Series, and if you don't win those four games against the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, I don't want to say that the the, the four nothing you know the three nothing comeback right. against the Yankees is relevant. That that's how I feel about Carolina tonight. You
4: think that's a fair analogy? Yeah, about them winning, sure. Yeah, I I think they got to close the deal because of what they've been able to do, Chris, and and to be able to beat Coach K in his final season and all that. If they lose, you don't have the same mojo or feel about what they did because it'll all be about Bill Self and Kansas. and And who do you like in this game, Aaron? Uh, I mean, Kansas is favorite by what four and a half points, four points. Who do you like? Yeah, Carolina's just an eighth seed. Yeah, tell us what you're thinking.
10: Well, you know, one, you know, Kansas was my preseason national championship pick. Now, I'll readily admit that I bailed on them, you know, pretty recently, not too long ago. Did you ever have
6: them – did you even have them in the final four? No, not in the tournament. No, I don't. You really? Come on,
10: Aaron. You. I mean, it. Don't don't
6: don't try to slide that in there about your preseason. Nobody cares. Why not?
7: Come on now. Come on now. Well, listen. What I will say is, the
6: second round. I know.
10: In my defense, you know, first of all, some some of the players that I was expecting when they were in the preseason to have success were banged up. They finally got healthy, but no. So to answer your guys' question, I think. You know, I do like Kansas for a couple reasons, but one of them, guys, is just the emotional element of it. I mean, you know, we just talked about what Carolina accomplished on Saturday night. I would argue it's their third, fourth, fifth you know, emotional game in a row for Carolina. Remember, they beat St. Peter's in the Elite Eight. Hubert Davis is crying on the sidelines talking about how great this is for his players. You know, Sweet 16 against UCLA, they're down late. They rally to win. The second round game against Baylor where they're up 25, blow the lead, rally to win in overtime. And so, you know, I think it wears on you. And then the other thing is... It's just attrition up front. I mean, Armando Baycott, the kid that was awesome, 11 points, 21 rebounds, eight offensive boards against Duke the other night. He's going to be playing on on a bum ankle. So, you know, it was an incredible story on on, uh, Saturday night. And, listen, I I think the Carolina story is incredible. I I had kind of given up on Hubert Davis. I had some questions about him. I'm amazed by what he has done with this team. But I just think, you know, it's got some big vibes from last year when Gonzaga really had that emotional win over UCLA, had to play – 36 hours later against Baylor, I'm kind of feeling the same way coming into this one.
6: And, you know, it's also two, you know, veteran teams, if you will, right? Yeah. I mean, none of them led – Neither's led by, like, some super freshman one-and-done type player. And, um, you know, obviously at these two schools, Blue Bloods, they're getting big-time talent, but these guys aren't quite big enough to go to the pros, you know, after one or one year – and so that probably makes for a strong team when you've got guys who are talented but yet stay two, three, four years. Yeah, it's it's you know,
10: it's an interesting element of this. Like, you know, Caleb Love is a really interesting story. I mean, he was a McDonalds all American um, I think he really wanted to transfer last year, guys, because this is the world that we live in. Is is you're looking at your peers, you're looking at your contemporaries. Um, it doesn't work out right away. It's through no fault of his own. You know, everybody's kind of running their own path. Everyone's running their own races, as, as the term goes. But you know, he was kid that that you know. I think he thought he was going to be a one and done. He has to come back. I don't think he was fully bought in earlier in the season. And now I think you could argue he's the best player in the tournament. Um,
6: you know, the I was going to o- ask you about him because he looked. Great against Duke. I was wondering, you know, how good is this kid?
10: well I think he's really good and it was funny uh, you know one of our weekend co-hosts was asking me you know th- why isn't he on draft boards and I think he'll right. get there you know I, I just think the way the draft works is like anything else it's groupthink. nobody wants to be the first one to make the big move but you know also Chris and Rob you cover the league too you know how this stuff works is owners watch the, the tournament more than they're watching regular season um, you know the, the, the big decision makers are watching the tournament more so if a guy blows up it's always going to help with their draft stock so I think Caleb Love, one, I think he's been the best player in the tournament, but then two, uh, I think he's certainly helped his draft stock, but, but this is college basketball in 2022. You know, on the flip side, Ochai Kansas's best player, um, you know, right up until the last second was really thinking about leaving and kind of said, you know what, I think I can come back and work on a few things as well. And so it's been to the benefit of both of these programs, but you're right, Chris, we spend so much time and I include myself. We focus on the one and duns, the guys that are going to be lottery picks. Um, the teams that have had success in this tournament are generally the veteran older teams. Look at Baylor last year with Davion Mitchell yep. and Jared Butler and guys like that. You know? So I think it's the new world of college basketball that we live in. I really do.
6: All right. That's our man, Aaron Torres. He's with Kansas. So uh, shock, baby. whatever that's worth, he's jumping back on the bandwagon, trying Hell to act yeah. like he's you, been with him all year. You, Dorothy, <laughs> and Toto, go on back to Kansas. <laughs> oh, I will. I'll go back with that trophy, baby. Who you guys got? I
7: I, I think well, Kansas who, who is probably the bracket? better team.
6: I'd like to – well, my, my bracket was destroyed uh, oh, after a few uh, weeks. I had Gonzaga yeah. beating Arizona in the final. And I had St.
4: Peter's, but uh, that didn't work out for me. (laughs) That's great. That That would actually look good if he had really had (laughs) them. Don't you imagine? All right. All All right, right. right. Aaron
6: Torres, that's our man. Great stuff as always, brother. Thank you, fellas. I appreciate you. Have a great night. All right. Things might be looking up for Colin Kaepernick. We'll get into that next. Ah, A couple. Fox Sports Radio.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com.
8: terms and conditions apply
6: all right real credit card questions require real human beings folks that understand your issues and work with you to resolve them that's why discover card offers helpful u.s based representatives who are available 24 7 365 discover exceptionally common sense it's time folks for shekel city
5: come to shekel city The home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the Sprat.
4: Shekels City, not yet sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook, but we love that place. And it's just a matter of time. But anyway, Chris Broussard. Uh, Friday, I was two out of three. I think the Lakers were the ones who gave, who who, who cost me $800 in shekels. On a net game Friday night. You remember remember that one?
6: Living a
4: lot.
6: I'm not going
4: to lose $800 and blow it off
6: like whatever. No, like it's just pocket change. Like it's just another night at the wherever you go. Yeah, right? Chris is like, (laughs) whatever. And throw Uh, your money away. Wow. They cost you $800? Yeah,
4: that was brutal. That's not enough
6: to stop betting?
4: No, not yet. Golly. All right. You could have brought a
6: brother. You could have brought me four pair of nice Jordans, Rob. Or eight pair of cheap ones. Yeah, right.
4: I know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Man. All right. Mm, (laughs) Whatever. Wow. Uh, All right. My best bet, Chris, is uh, I'm going to go with North Carolina, and I'm just. I like to see it, but. Plus four, Hubert Davis, first year. I can't. I mean, Kansas plus and four, Bill Self. Yeah, it could be a good game. That's yeah, not bad and, uh, game. Hopefully it'll be a good game. But I'm going to take uh, UNC plus four. And I got the over, Chris. 151 is the number. I'm going to go over with both of these wow. schools. What you got under? Okay. That's a lot of points. Yeah. It was about 70. 75. 75 76, 75. Yeah, yeah. That ain't that bad. I'm going go with the over, yeah. Right? I'm that go ain't with the that over. bad. It's not I'm bad. I'm going to go with the under. So there it is. Remember, I'm not telling you. Who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. And we'll get back to NBA. Obviously, no NBA tonight. So that's why we just have the two bets. Again, UNC plus four in the national championship and uh, the over. Over 151. So you still got time if you want to throw some shekels in. All right. That is Shekel City. Um,
6: take Rob's advice, if you will. And go the other way. Okay. <laughs> All right, Rob, uh, Michigan, J- Jim Harbaugh, of course, you know, we know his connection and relationship with Colin Kaepernick. He helped Kaepernick emerge as a star. I mean, a lot of people might not realize that, Rob. It's been a while now. But Colin Kaepernick was
4: a superstar for a couple years. Are you kidding? A Don't star. you remember? What did it? What it uh, Ron Ron Jaworski Jaworski. say, Chris, I can never get over that. Go, go back. Could
6: be the best court, end up being the best quarterback. Whoever played, yes, yes, that's a real quote. uh, No, yeah, no doubt. And we love Jaws, and Jaws isn't like some you know Looney Tune analyst. He played the the game. He played quarterback
4: in the NFL for a a long time. Yep, and that's
6: how good Kaepernick was, and so you know. Harbaugh made him an honorary captain, I believe, for their their spring game. And then at halftime, Kaepernick threw the football with free agent NFL receivers. And, um, you know, he looked fine. I mean, you would expect a competent quarterback to look good throwing against air. But afterwards, Kaepernick talked about
4: it. Here he is.
2: I can help make you a better team. I can help you win games.
4: I know right now the situation likely won't, won't allow me to, to come in and step into a starting role. I know I'll be able to work my way to that, though, and show that very quickly. So to the teams that have questions, more than anything, I would say, you know, I'd love to come in for a workout. I'd love to sit down with you and have that conversation about how I can help you be a better team. Rob, I, I
6: think, and I, I don't know if he'll get a shot. I mean, I think he deserves it. And I don't mean just because his career was – taken from him for no reason but because he's 34 years old which isn't old and he's better than a lot of these quarterbacks that are still in the league I think I think he deserves a shot and what I like Rob is that it, I think he struck the perfect tone remember last time after that workout years ago he went off on the owner stop running from the truth like he was really, you know, these are guys you want Defiant. to fire. Yeah, was, yeah. And it, it, even if you want to defend, uh, well, he was right. With, you you're trying to get these guys to bring you in and employ you, so you can't just talk down to them like that. And but I think this time he was humble, but he didn't kowtow. You know, he wasn't begging. He was strong, but yet, you know, humble, more humble. And I think he struck the right tone, and hopefully that helps him out, Rob.
4: Yeah, I would love to see him get an opportunity, and he's not too old, but uh, I I just don't think they'll do the right thing. Seattle seems to be the place, And, and, and Pete Carroll keeps running his mouth. Put
6: your money where your mouth is, Pete. Keep her locked!
8: If you dare.